Okay, here we go. Rolling down the street, listening to a party about sipping on gin and juice boxes. Got my mind on my babies and my babies on my mind. Oh my goodness. Welcome to Gin and Juice Boxes, a podcast where I, no, not a wannabe rapper, a businesswoman and mum cover my life and learnings as I try and wrangle both of these at the same time. Stay tuned for more. Hello! Holy shit, you guys. I mean, I can say holy shit, right? It's my podcast. I'll do what I want. And I'm a gangster. Um, holy shit. Thank you so much for all of the feedback so far. The greatest feedback I had was from my mum. She said... So, I listened to your podcast. Rapping's really not your thing, is it? No. (laughs) No, it is not. But thanks for pointing that out. Nah, that's totally the point. So I'm actually picking this podcast episode up from where I stopped last week. If you listened to the last episode about stress, which I highly recommend because I am biased and it's my podcast, um, you will remember I mentioned I had started recording this productivity episode and then got off on a tangent about stress. So I'm back to finish that episode without the tangent, hopefully. We will see. So productivity. Let's jump straight into it since that is the entire point. (laughs) It's not productive to waste your time, right? So I always have been a productive person. Or at least, to me, I thought I was a productive person. And then I had babies. Being productive takes on a whole new meaning when your life gets broken into little chunks of time. So just to give you... Uh, set the scene. Since the babies came out of hospital, they were on three-hour feeds. This meant every three hours, I would wake them up or get them up if they're already awake, feed them, change the nappy, play with them at this time, and then put them back to bed. That would leave me about an hour every three hours to do something for myself. Now, when you're trying to run a business, stay sane and do something that's actually for yourself, let alone eat and drink and shower and all that good stuff. One hour every three hours does not sound like a lot of time at all. So that's where my first tip, I guess it's a tip, comes in. Prioritizing. Prioritizing took on a whole new meaning once my life got broken into these little hour chunks every three hours. So every three hours I have this option. I can go on social media, have a scroll. I can eat some food. These are all single options. I can't do all of these things. I can reply to messages. Or I can do some work. Or I can have a workout. Like I can only do, really do, one thing during each block. So this meant it was really important to work out what my priorities were. Now it doesn't mean that every single time it was work. Because sometimes you have to eat. Sometimes I had to do something for myself like do a workout. Or reply to my friends' messages. But the key thing there was that it was one thing. I would only focus on doing one thing. Otherwise... I would lose the plot because I'd never get all the things done. When I first came home from the hospital with the babies and had this whole new three-hour chunks of life, I tried to do all the things. I would have a giant list every day. I'm going to make the bed, going to do all that sort of good stuff. Make the bed, do the washing, blah, blah, blah. Do this deadline, do that deadline. Oh, do a workout as well. Oh, and I should probably eat and have a shower at some point, right? This giant list... That I was totally going to get done within those little hours every three hours. And I did get them done, but I was completely burning myself out and that's not the way to live. I mean, the whole focus should be on me. I mean, every other 
two hours of those three hours is on the baby. So the one hour I had should be on doing something for me, which often is work for my business because I love it. Or it's having some food because, you know, you got to survive. Or it's doing a little workout. It doesn't matter what that one thing is. It's doing one thing, not putting pressure on myself to do a million things. So first tip, every day just pick out one thing you want to achieve that day. Not a list, not even a top three. One single thing. Because if you achieve that one thing, you're going to feel like a freaking boss. And hey, you might even achieve more than that, but that takes away the pressure. Okay, so the second tip was about ditching the to-do list. So like I kind of mentioned, I always have or had a giant list of things that I was going to get done. It was always ordered and what was most important to least, prioritizing, but it was still a giant list of all the things. Not using a to-do list is a really hard habit to break. I don't mean not writing down what you want to do or need to do, but I mean not having this giant list in front of you. Let me just break it down so that it actually makes sense to people who aren't me. So every time I thought of a task I need to do, well, I do it now. Every time I think of a task I need to do, I write it down on a list. Now, I don't call this a to-do list because straight away there's that pressure to get all the shit done in one go. I just write it down on a list (laughs) so that I don't forget it. Then when I'm picking out my one priority for each day, I have a good look over this list. Is there something on there that I really need to tick off? Is there something on there that impacts the rest of the things on the list? Then I will pick one thing from the list and make that my priority. I don't use it as a do list. I use it as just, I guess, a reminder list, you could call it, or things not to forget list. But I never have it lying around in front of me because as soon as it's lying around in front of you, you look at it and you keep thinking, I need to do all those things. But you know what? You don't. You need to do whatever your one priority is for that day. This is also really important when you're starting a business because you have so many things you know you need to do, but you can't do all the things at once. In fact, when you're writing out your things not to forget list, you could even go through and highlight what are the things you could offload to someone else? Could you outsource something? Like I'm thinking at the moment of outsourcing a giant spring clean of our house because every day I'm like, oh, I really, really need to clean everything, but shit, man, it's more important for me to do work and to look after babies. Those are my priorities. So yeah, when you're starting your business, you have giant things not to forget list, or even if it's just around home and mothering list, look at what you can outsource. That way they're off the list and you can focus on picking out one thing each day to get done from there. Cool. I guess the third thing that has been really important for me in terms of being productive during these little blocks of time is realizing that sometimes The one task doesn't have to be a productive task. I know, it seems like I'm totally getting rid of the whole point of this episode, but I'm not. Sometimes the one focus for the day, the one task, is something that will make me happy. And that's enough. So like I was saying earlier, occasionally it's that I want to do a workout that day. Or it's, I've even written down occasionally, my one focus, have a nap. Because it's really hard to give yourself permission to have a nap when you know you have other things to do. But if that's my one focus, hey, I've got to get it done. Sometimes picking something that seems unproductive will then make you productive later. Because you're not going to be productive if you're totally burnt out, not doing anything for yourself. So really, the most productive thing you can do occasionally is to not be productive. Totally makes sense. (laughs) 
I guess the final tips I have about being productive for this episode are some apps that I use to help me stay on track. So the first one is my calendar. I did not realize how many appointments and play dates and stuff babies had in their calendars. So I add that to my own calendar with my meetings and deadlines and my own play dates. <laughs> and suddenly we have stuff on every single day. We're pretty much booked out until the end of April, which I'm trying not to think about because then that gets like overwhelming. But having it all on a calendar, we have both a wall calendar in the kitchen, I have my calendar on my phone and my calendar on my computer connected to each other. That helps me stay on track and know, it helps me also pick out that one thing for the day that I have to do. It's just really nice when you're looking through that giant list and you're like, I need to pick out one thing to be able to look at your calendar and be like, well, today's already busy, so I'm going to pick out something a little less intensive or I'm going to pick out a nap for myself. The next app I use is called Momentum. It's a Google plugin and it's on your desktop. No, not your desktop. Oh, what's it called? Your browser. It's on your browser. So when you go into a new browser window, it will pop up as the first thing. Momentum is an app that lets you put a to-do list, so this is where I put a couple of things that are a priority to not forget. So they're not things I'm necessarily going to do right then, but they're things that I want to pop up so that if I do have time, I'll do them. And I won't forget that they're a task. It also has a little window as part of it where you write down what your focus is for that day. That's where you could put your one task. I guess the third app that is quite important is one where you grow a tree. Let me just find out what it's called handy dandy phone. So this app is called Forest. It's so good. You set a time that you want to be focused for. So for example I've got 25 minutes there and then you push plant. Now when you're in focus mode and you push plant you grow a tree but the tree only grows when you don't go back into your phone. So this is a really good one to be focusing on one single task and not be on your phone because we all know how automatic it is to just pick up your phone and have a scroll. But if you do that, your tree will die. So this app, Forest, is really cool because you can see how many trees you've grown and also how many trees you may have killed. I have a couple in there. Yeah. So that's all for that episode. I feel like it was really, really speedy because I know the babies are about to start screaming again. Teething is fun. But I hope that will make sense. Any questions, thoughts, whatever, hit me up. Love to hear from you. On Instagram, it's at gin and juice boxes dot podcast or Meg's Rainer. Cool guys, I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Gin and Juice Boxes. If that sounded like a bit of you, hit subscribe or leave a review.